This is the GOAT Level Podcast with your host, the GOAT, the legend, the hero, Van Pugh. Hi, I'm Van Pugh, and I'm doing this show in my underwear. Man, I'm loving L.A. I'm going to miss it when I leave. Um, I was talking to this guy who used to play for UCLA and left before Chip Kelly got there. He said this place is awesome, and... There are affordable places I can live. He really told me to consider moving to California, that it's really not as hard as I think it is. So I would love to do that. I would absolutely love to do that. But I think I like to stay home a little bit longer. We'll see. Because coming out here to live in L.A. is a big move. But then again, I'm at a point in my life where a big move is probably needed. Something has to change because the way I'm going right now, it's just going to be a life of mediocrity. Now, I know that one of my favorite authors, authors, Mark Manson, said mediocre isn't that bad. Mediocrity isn't that bad, but... Because it don't matter in the end. Yeah, I, I get it, but I just it just doesn't sit well with me. It doesn't sit well with my spirit, and it's not it's nothing like my brand, which is goat level brand. But I'm getting off on a tangent, man. The reason I'm here today is preview OU UCLA, and you know talk about good counseling Don Bosco or John Bosco. I don't even remember. I really don't. Um, Antonio Brown thing is is interesting. <laughs> that joint is a soap opera. I'm not even gonna lie. You got Bucks Panthers and that happened Thursday and I fell asleep. But I watched a lot of it though. I watched at least half of it and what I saw was just eh. At least it was close. But I'm gonna start with OU and UCLA. Let me be real with you. We should smack this team. We should. Uh, I have some cause to pause because UCLA has a bend but don't break defense. Uh, this is clearly the best defense we've seen all season. And it's still not that great. But, however, UCLA has not seen an offense like this. San Diego State usually, I don't know, two runs and a pass or three runs and a cloud of dust, whatever, however you call that. Uh, San Diego State's offense is all right. Cincinnati's offense is all right. Like, they haven't really, their defense hasn't really been challenged like that, and they still gave up 23 and 24. But honestly, they – they're solid. Their defense is solid. Their offense isn't bad either. Statistically, it's bad, but they miss some opportunities. They turn the ball over. Their, their offense has a lot of potential because Dorian Thompson-Robinson, he can run, he can throw. He It's kind of an off-brand version of Derrick King and Kyler Murray and those type of quarterbacks. He's an off-brand version of them. So he he can go off, but I just don't see it. 
he's going to need, in order for UCLA to win today, he's going to have to go off. But no, no, no. What really is going to help them win is they're going to have to run the ball. That's what I know notice about UCLA is that their offense is best when they can run it. And honestly, that's Chip Kelly's offense anyway. Like, when they are able to run the ball, they're, they're better. Just like Oregon with the read option stuff back in the day. Like, when that stuff was hitting, they were tough to beat. Of course, UCLA runs read option and RPOs and stuff like that. But honestly, statistically, they're just awful. Like, Jalen Hurts has more rushing yards than the entire UCLA team. That is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. They show flashes of, you know, running the ball when it comes down to uh, Felton and Kelly. Uh, Felton's a little more shiftier, and Kelly is – He's basically my size. I'm about I'm like six feet, two twenty-eight. He's like five eleven, two nineteen. He's we we pretty much the same size, but of course, you know he weighs a little less because well, more muscle, more muscle, and um, <laughs> basically more muscle. He's just me, toned. Like if I was toned like him, I'd probably weigh less, honestly. But I'd kind of look like that. So just imagine someone like me just ramming through your defense. But I believe in Alex Grinch. I believe that he'll have them ready. And honestly, just um, keep them from running the ball. Control the clock. I know it's hard because we know huddle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't let them control the clock. That's the thing. If we could just do that, we'll win. I think UCLA, they're going to come out and try to make a statement because everything it points towards them getting blown out at home. Everything. But they're going to come out, their coaches, their players, they have pride. So they're not just going to let us waltz in there and destroy them off top. We're going to go out the going to have to go out there and take it. Now, this is the best team they played all year, and I can argue that Houston's better than UCLA. So this might be the second team, second best team we played all season. We'll see. You know, I got OU winning 60 to 21. No, 50. 50 to 21. Um, I think we're going to get them. We're going to get them for sure, but I think don't be surprised first quarter is close. Don't be surprised at halftime is close because if their defense is really – they stick to that bend but don't break type of model, then we're going to really have to work for them points. So, you know, we'll see. L.A. has been fun. Whether we win or lose, it's been fun. Of course, I'll be devastated if we lose. That would be a monumental upset if we lose. But honestly, uh, we won't lose if we can keep them from running the ball and we do what we've been doing on offense. We we have too much speed. We have too much speed on the field. Running back, quarterback, receiver, tight end, defense. Just way too much speed for this team, honestly. Well, at least on offense. You know what I'm saying? 
defensively, just stop the run. I, I can't stress that enough. Just stop the run, and we'll be fine. We'll be fine. And then it'll be on to the next, on to Texas Tech in two weeks. So, I, I got OU winning 50-21. to 21. It might be 35-21 at halftime, or it might be 28-21 at halftime. We'll see. Hopefully, we get our backups in. Let's quit playing. Now, other NCAA AA games going on. Right now, I have West Virginia and North Carolina State on. It's a pretty close game. Uh, West Virginia is tightening up on defense, and they're up 10. They're up 31-21 because they got a big turnover in NC State's territory, and they punched it in. Austin Kendall is playing a lot better than he has been. I thought he was going to get benched. Not only is he starting, he's actually not doing that bad. Do I think he comes into Norman and does the unthinkable and beats us? No. No, 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 no. But we'll see. I could be wrong. Merlin's in a dog fight. I think they're losing 13-9. I don't know what it is about playing Temple, why they struggle with Temple. They lost to them by 21 at home last year. And they are losing to them now, and they only got nine points after averaging like 60 points in two games. So I don't get it. I don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't really get what's Merlin's problem with Temple. I'm going to really have to sit down and watch that because, well, it's not on here in L.A., at least not at my hotel. So I'm not going to know. I'm not going to get to see it, unfortunately. But I just want to know, like, what is the big deal? Why can't they beat Temple? Why? Well, the game's not over yet, but why they have so much trouble with Temple? Like, that. that's just crazy. You know, Georgia's killing Arkansas State. Mississippi State and um, Kansas State look like it's going to come down to, like, the final possession. Uh, okay, Maryland scored again. Okay, they're getting their offense back together. Um... Ohio State, Indiana is a blowout. Now it's 50 to 10. Big deal. Like I said before, Ohio State's not going to be tested until they play Michigan State. It's just one of those years. Uh, maybe Penn State. They're not going to get tested until they play one of those teams. It's another one of those years for uh, Ohio State. Unfortunately, but just the way it is. Uh, Notre Dame and New Mexico just tipped, kicked off. What a joke. That's a blowout. Why are we here? Um, Of course, uh, they were in Ames for game day. They deserve it. You know, those are some good fans. And it's a rivalry game. It's a big rivalry game. So maybe they'll carry that energy into the Iowa game, and then we'll see what happens. I I, I can't pick. I don't know who's going to win that game. Anybody can win that game. When it comes to see. And even the spread says that they have Iowa as a 1.5 favorite, a point-and-a-half favorite. I don't really get that. In a close game, in a close rivalry game like that, I don't know. You take that. You you take the road team? Okay. Good luck, betters. Good luck. Uh, Pittsburgh and Penn State is surprisingly close. But Penn State is driving in Pittsburgh's territory. Let's just say they're going to score. They're probably going to score. 
even though they've been struggling all game. Whatever. So those are games I'm early games I'm looking at so far. Uh, yesterday I was at Good Counsel in John Bosco, St. John Bosco, and I know I'm not supposed to judge a game by how many big time D1 recruits are on your team. I knew Bosco had more. They had beat Dematha. I knew somebody beat Dematha. I didn't think it was Bosco. It was Bosco. Um, so I was like, if the Matha can't beat them, good counsel probably ain't gonna beat them. I didn't even think about that till I got there. But I was like, so the number one QB in the country plays for John Bosco. So, you know, I wanted to see something. You know what I'm saying? And plus, I was gonna go to their game no matter who they was playing. And it just happened to be good counsel, and that just made the game even more. That just made the game even more appealing to me. So I went out there. I was in traffic for an hour and a half, but I still made it out to Bellflower to watch that game. And I knew, and I watched tape of good counsel versus Charlotte. I watched the first half, and I was like, I was looking at this Charlotte team, and I was like, this Charlotte team is just okay. It's like good counsel is mostly running the ball. Both teams are mostly running the ball. And it's 0-0 at halftime. And I'm just like, this Charlotte team is, they're solid, but they're not that good. I'm like, John Bosco is going to blast good counsel. And it took me two minutes to realize, maybe five, that John Bosco was clearly the better team. But what annoyed me about John Bosco is all the penalties, all the drop passes, the the turnovers, the offensive line giving up sacks. I, it, it's just everything. I'm like, listen, I know they're better than good counsel, but good counsel is a disciplined enough team to where they will make you pay for too many of those mistakes. But they kind of did. They kind of did, but not really. Okay. At the end of the day, John Bosco was a better team. Good counsel had like one drive where they were running the ball, they were driving down their throat. But other than that, John Bosco just did their thing. DJ, uh, I can't pronounce his name. You, Ugale, Ugalele, Ugale. I think that's his name. He's going to Clemson. I'm mad he didn't pick OU. He didn't pick Oregon. It's annoying. Whatever. Clemson's popping right now. What What am I supposed to say? Clemson's popping right now. They're going to keep getting recruits until they start losing. It's just like NCAA football, the video game. They're just going to keep getting recruits until they start losing. It's pretty much how it's going to be. Don't don't hate the game. Don't hate the player. I don't even know the saying. (laughs) I don't even know the saying. Oh, man. Oh, man, don't hate the player, hate the game. That's what it is. Like, seriously, that's pretty much what it is when it comes to Clemson. Uh, Tom, John Bosco had tons of D1 talent on their team. I was looking at their receivers. I was like, they're small. But then you see them play, and I'm like, oh, I see. I see why Oregon wants this guy. I see why UCLA wants this guy. Yeah, they short and they're scrawny, but – they can jump, they make tough catches, and then 
they got a lot of speed. Those receivers are Huston and Loya. Loya's most likely going to go to UCLA. Huston's going to Oregon. A lot of speed. A lot of quickness. I can see why. I can see why they're, they're wanted. You know what I'm saying? There's this outside linebacker that's going to Ohio State. He picked up and slammed this good council player. I was like, good Lord. I was like, Ohio State got a real one. Ohio State got a real one. And um, good council has somebody. Let me look at my notes here. But good council has somebody who's also going to Ohio State. And I'm sure, and he was on defense. So I'm sure those two will be great on good council's defense. I'm, I'm sure they – I'm good counsel. Ohio State's defense. See, Court Williams, who, who had that crazy pickup slam tackle, and uh, Mitchell Mountain, who was pretty much all over the field yesterday. Uh, they're both going to Ohio State. They're going to be pretty good on their defense. And Chris Jenkins, good counsel. He was he was getting to DJ Ugulele or Ugule early. Whatever, however you pronounce his name. He was getting to him early. Now, DJ himself, I love his poise in the pocket. He's big enough to run over people and to finish runs and fall forward for a positive yardage. I'm telling you, man, I think this kid's a real deal. Like, some, he had some weak spots. He did miss some throws. He did get sacked early and stuff. But when he was on it, when he could read the coverage, Boy, some of them strikes he threw down the middle, down the seam. Oh, my God. I was like, this guy, I can see he's the truth. He is the truth. I think he has all the tools to be the next great quarterback. And we'll see what happens for sure. But good counsel got smoked. Once they scored that touchdown and made it, it was like 24 to 8. I was like, okay, they trying to make it a game. Man, John Bosco scored so quick after that. I was like, man, why why they keep playing with this team? John Bosco was playing with good counsel. They could have easily won 45 to nothing. Easily. Just too much speed. Too much speed. Too much size. Too much athleticism. Just too much. Too much speed and athleticism. It's not that they're bigger than good counsel. They just they just they just have it together, man. They, they're just better, okay? They're just better. This, they're like a juggernaut. They'll beat any team on the fucking East Coast. I'm going to keep it real. I don't know any team on the East Coast that could beat John Bosco. I'm on, on guard. Whatever, man. This Antonio Brown saga. <laughs> can it end already? This is this just, man. First, it was the helmet. That was funny. It sounded stupid. Yeah, whatever. Then it was a cryogenic feet thing. That was silly. Then it's the argument for Mike Mayock thing. That was silly. Then it was the whole video and apology. That was interesting. Then, I think he left the Raiders once he saw those fines. He thought... He was getting outrageous amount of fun. And here's the kicker. Here's the cherry on top. $30 million voided. Who wants to lose that much money and play for and play football? Who wants to lose that much money from your contract when you feel that 
yeah, you did wrong, but not enough to lose $30 million on top of being fined uh, $200,000. I, I mean, it was fair for the Raiders to do that, but I guess to Antonio Brown, that was just entirely too much. And he was like, man, get me out of here. That's why he celebrated leaving the Raiders. I'm sure leading up to that, I'm sure he was just upset about the whole situation, about being fined that much. I'm sure he just wants to play. I hope this week in New England, he's been grinding. He's been staying off social media. And I hope he's been in his playbook like a football player is supposed to do when he's on a new team and when he's preparing for the week. I hope he's just being a football player now and not doing no dumb stuff. Because, yeah, as entertaining as that is, it gets old, man. And and Patriots don't want to hear that. They will cut a motherfucker. Excuse my language, but they will cut him. So he better get it together or it's a wrap for him. And surprisingly, there was a lot of interest for him. So I'm pretty sure you don't produce like that in the NFL and get ignored by every team. He'll probably get picked up if he get cut by the Patriots. But if he messes up with the Patriots – He'll have one more chance in the NFL, and then if he mess up there, he's done. So hopefully he gets it together because he's very, very talented. Now, the Bucks and Panthers, I watched that here in L.A. It was on early. I thought I was going to do that and go hit Sunset Boulevard afterward. Man, what? I was falling asleep during the game. I watched the end of the game, then I KO'd. I just wasn't feeling well. But... It was a weird delay at first, but honestly, the game was solid. Uh, Not much points, not many points. Um, Cam Newton missed a lot of third down throws. Well, not a lot, but he missed some throws, and I was just like, I was just scratching my head. I'm like, man, what was that? I don't know how many times I said, what was that? But some of them throws, I was just what are you doing? And he's my starting quarterback on my fantasy team. I passed over Deshaun Watson and Matt Ryan for this guy because he was putting up numbers last year now. He was until he got hurt. He was putting up numbers. I thought he was going to do the same thing this year, and he's already struggling. And watching the game, I was like, he's not playing well. Jameis Winston wasn't that much better, but – he he's making timely throws. He had one play where he escaped two people in the pocket and then threw it down. So I was like, I didn't know he was mobile like that. I was like, that was great pocket presence. That was pretty good. Tampa Bay hung in there, hung in there. Then they took the lead, and then they just never looked back. But that last drive, Panthers was driving. Like, sometimes Cam would put together a drive, and he'd hit DJ Moore and – and stuff like that. And that was that last drive was one of those drives. And then at the end, we all know what happened. Why would you fake? That's a pretty good play. To fake it to Chris, Christian McCaffrey, yeah, that's a pretty good play. It looks good, but in that situation, come on. Like, even on Madden, I would QB sneak. Especially with Cam Newton. Man, you crazy? Y'all crazy. Yeah, that play is cool. It's a great design, a little fake direct snap thing. Yeah, that's great. 
Not in that situation. You lost your mind. It's all good, man. It's over. I enjoyed. The game was okay. The game was all right. You know what I'm saying? I wish I felt better and was able to watch more of it. It is what it is. Okay. And I miss Big Brother because I fell asleep early. And for some reason, CBS makes it come on at 9 in the West Coast. So we're three hours behind, two, three hours behind everyone else that watches the damn show. So whatever. There's nothing I can do. I think the Eagles will edge the Falcons 23-20. Um, no, 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 not 23-20. I say more like 34-31. I think our secondary has their hands full against Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones. If they couldn't stop those rookies from the Redskins, just imagine what Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley and Muhammad Sanu are going to do. Just imagine. I can't even imagine. Like, I don't know if we're going to be able to stop them at all. And I think we lost another corner. I have to look into that. It's not it's not looking good. It's not looking good at all. The Patriots Dolphins will be closer than expected, but the Dolphins are going to lose. And you know, they'll come back from that performance last week. They're not beating the Patriots, all right? They're they are not they are not beating the Patriots, but it'll be closer than you think. Don't be surprised if we're going into halftime and it's 28-21 or it's, I don't know, 10-3 New England. But at the end of the day, Patriots all day. Uh, I don't think – I was telling my – uncle's wife who's a big Ravens fan that they should destroy Arizona I hate to do my boy Kyler Murray like that but yeah they had a great fourth quarter but yeah the other three quarters it wasn't good man and the Ravens are a better team they come out slow against the Ravens they're gonna get blown out in Baltimore too come on man come on man you want, y'all might want to watch that Chargers Lions game. I think it's gonna be a lot of points, but we'll see. And you know, and it's in the dome in Detroit. I like that. I like that. Well, until next time, man. I'm out. Peace. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Goat Level Podcast. Make sure you share, subscribe, and get money.